0: How's it, everyone? Welcome to Discuss Shane. I'm your host, Shane. And if you love sports, know about sports, don't have a clue about sports, or even want to know a thing or two about sports, this is the podcast for you. So, game two of the Western Conference series between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors was... Pretty much a disaster for the Lakers, to say the least. It was so bad that the Lakers lost... Let's see. How much did they lose by? They lost 127-100. to 100, And we pretty much knew the game was going to be over by the third quarter, like the middle of the third quarter. So... Let's start with the let's start with who I thought were the best players on the court today. And I probably a lot of people are saying that the that Steph Curry was the best player on the court, but honestly from my perspective, I thought that the that it was pretty much a tie between Curry, Draymond, and Clay. I think they all brought something different to the to the game, but they all dominated the game. With Curry, he had 20 points and 12 assists, made some insane threes, and, you know, he was a really good playmaker, especially with his pick and rolls with Draymond. He got a lot of assists from Draymond, just, you know, just screening, and then Lakers, Lakers players not even going to play defense on him because of his threat to pass it out to shooters like Clay or Wiggins or even Jemichael Green. But yeah, Draymond was really good, 11, 10, and 9. Dominating on both ends of the court. On offense, like I mentioned, he was really good with in pick and rolls with Steph. And obviously doing usual Draymond stuff on offense, controlling it, passing it around to off-ball players, making off-ball movements, screens and such, and cuts. And like I said, getting a lot of his points from layups, uncontested layups. Wide open layups, which is not good. But if you want to make Draymond turn into a scorer, then by all means, that's definitely not what the Warriors want to do. Not even what Draymond wants to do. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he wants to just be a playmaker to just, you know, pass to open shooters or cutters or and set, um, uh, set screens some DHOs, and. On defense, you know, he was really good on defense. it, you know, playing really good defense on AD. And there's one part, I believe, is in the third quarter when they posted up AD. And it was on, I believe, the elbow or the the right wing. And AD was trying to dribble. Like, he was posting up, and then he tried to dribble and dribble. And then Draymond just stripped him. And that's just, you know, that's just Draymond. He's not the tallest player. He's not the most athletic player. He's not the most strongest player. But what he is, is that he is really smart on defense. And he obviously, since defense is much more of an effort-based uh, side of the game, whereas offense is more of a talent, skill-based side of the game, he always brings the effort on defense. There's no There's no. Uh, debate about it. When you when Draymond plays, he gives his effort on defense. Pretty much every single time he steps on the court, because that's his that's his main thing. Before he was a really good passer, he was a really good defender, and so. He dominated on both ends, especially rebounding too. Even with Looney not in the game, he you could tell the Warriors as a whole they all just crashed the boards and they didn't let the Lakers get offensive rebounds because you would think. With Looney not on the glass, that they would just get offensive rebound. Or that the Lakers would just dominate on the glass, especially in the beginning, but you know throughout the game, it didn't really happen, and the third best player that I thought for the Warrior for entire game was Clay. Clay was insane. He bro did not miss anything. He had thirty points in just three quarters, because I don't think he played the fourth at all. And I think he left the third or they benched him in the third, like maybe like two two minutes left. He didn't I just know that he didn't play the entire third. And he made eight of eleven threes. He was hot in the first quarter, second quarter, and obviously the third quarter. And it's not like he made wide they were just all wide open threes. They were very highly contested. Insanely quick-release, catch-and-shoot type of threes. So those three players, I thought they brought it and they dominated. There are other good players too. Other players to mention, Moody, very good defender, very aggressive and physical defender. And he hustled a lot. A lot of highly contested rebounds and he got on the floor. He was just diving for whatever and did not care about you know, getting hurt or whatever. He was just hustling and just giving it his all on defense. To Michael Green started for Kevon Looney, and I thought, as a lot of Laker fans thought, that it was a really crazy, a really ballsy move by Steve Kerr to start Jamichael Green, because Looney. I mean, he just had his second straight twenty-point rebound game, in which he, in which he, you know, got a lot of rebounds got 20-plus 20 rebounds, 23 rebounds to be exact, on the Lakers who have in its huge bodies like Eddie Davis, LeBron James, Jared Vanderbilt, Rudy Hachimura, and even players like Austin Reason, D'Lo, and other players who also, you know, they do get their fair share amount of rebounds too. But when they announced that Michael Green would start, I thought, you know, it will be like... Jamichael Green. J. michael Green? I don't even know what that is. No, but I mean I knew that he was a an a uh, shooting threat as a big. I knew he was a shooting I wouldn't say a shooting threat, more of like a a capable shooter. He wasn't he wasn't just um a minus. And I think that proved a lot of help for the Lakers that they didn't take that take advantage of that uh adjustment of that switch that the warriors did because with looney out they're not as physical and you know to think that anthony davis would dominate the game but as you all know you didn't so Demichael michael really good shot three for six from three and had i believe 12 points in 15 minutes which is incredible or 15 points in 12 minutes either one of those but he was really good in his spots uh and the only really good player, honestly, from the Lakers was Rui Hachimura. He had twenty one points, eight for fourteen from the field, four for six from three. And when he got in, in the first quarter, he buried two threes off the jump, and he had a nice backdoor cut. Uh, on a fast break, he passed. He got stopped by Jordan Poole. Then he passed back to Ad. Then he made another. Ba- then he made a backdoor cut to get a nice dunk. And he would think like, Yo, the Lakers are rolling. They're finally playing Rui Hachimura, who barely played last game. So the Lakers are going to roll this team. But, you know, in the second quarter, you know, never mind. But in the first quarter, like I mentioned, it was really good. LeBron, his jump shot was working. It was working. He didn't take any free throws in that first quarter. He made two layups, and one was a fast break layup. But aside from that, he had fourteen points and almost everything was a jump shot. And he made about two threes, a lot of uh, a lot of mid range shots, whether it be fades, pull ups, catch and shoot. LeBron's jump shot was working, but AD, you could tell he was being too passive on offense. Like he would get the ball and you know he missed a couple shots and then he just that's all he did. He he just missed like a couple like easy like easy shots that he typically makes but as after that he was passive and which is good because you know it's fine because he was getting to the open man which two of his assists were to Rui, who made those threes but i mean ad dominates the game when he's a scorer when he dominates scoring wise Not when he's a passer. He's not like Jokic, where he threatens you on offense with his passing and his scoring. And he's not even like LeBron, where it's like the same thing, but he's a scorer. He's like the Joel Embiid types. He's like the Giannis types, who are just score first, score first. And then if you have to, if your last resort is to pass out, then you do it. But he was being a little, he was being too passive. And I don't know, it was just... It was really annoying, like, can you just get in the paint? Can you just, not just get in the paint, can you just try to get more shots up? And in the second quarter, it all went downhill. The Lake Clay draining threes, third quarter Clay draining threes, and then it was pretty much out of reach. It was so bad that the Warriors, for those two quarters, for the second and third quarter, the Lakers scored Less than 50 points in those two quarters. They scored 47 points. The Warriors scored 84 points in those two quarters. 84 to four, to 47. They almost doubled their scoring. For a Lakers team that is the best defense in the playoffs, to give up that many points is insane. But... Let's move on to specifics about players. So let's start with AD, Anthony Davis. I already mentioned it earlier. Uh, Too passive, way too passive, not scoring enough. And it was evident by how many shots he took during the game. He only took, what was it? 11 shots. It didn't even seem like that. He, it seemed like he took like five shots. That's how bad. It, that's how bad it was. He wasn't aggressive at all, trying to get, trying to score the ball, and that's what you get. Honestly, that's the, that's been the theme of the, uh, the Lakers playoffs. Anthony Davis has one good game, on offense, then he has a bad game. Good game, bad game. Good game, bad game. Good game, bad game, and it was evident during the. Grizzly series AD had a lot of he had okay so game 1 it was on offense off from a strictly offensive standpoint because on defense AD usually brings it every single time he's usually, he's usually the best defensive player all the time but game 1 he had an okay game game 2 bad game 3 really good scored 30 game 4 bad Game five meh game six he was good. He was really good, but it was mainly um it was only he was really good, but you know the, the box score doesn't really show that because he barely played. Yeah, I believe he only played like twenty-eight minutes, less he definitely played less than thirty minutes and he only I think he was 6 for 9 but he was dominant in the time in the moment in the times that he played especially given that the Lakers dropped the Lakers won by 40 against the Grizzlies in a closeout game so the Lakers as a whole were dominant but this game but the but AD I he only had 3 good games this entire playoffs including game one against the warriors and look at this in games so i remember watching laker nation trevor lane he he said for the lakers to, for ad specifically to play well he needed to get more than 20 shots so i looked at the numbers from just the playoffs alone when ad has less than twenty shots, less than twenty field goal attempts, he averages sixteen points. And he's averaging he's shooting at a forty-five point three percent clip from the field. He shot in in the six games, right? In the six games that he that he played bad, that he shot less than twenty points. Actually not six games, in the four games that he didn't that he didn't shoot over 20 shots he shot 24 out of 53 and on a per game basis he made he's six for 13 on field goals so that means and ad doesn't shoot threes so that means he's only averaging 12 points from field goals the rest are from free throws when ad gets less than 20 shots he's whatever he's like on offense ad is bad when he doesn't get up 20 shots and that's because either the lakers don't scheme him to get touches or the guards don't get him the ball in the right spots or he's just not aggressive and he's just too passive but what's crazy is that when he gets over 20 shots He's a totally different player he's he doubles his production just by getting twenty more shots just by getting twenty more. if he gets less than twenty, he's a bum If he gets more than twenty, he's a top five player top three player given his defense he averages thirty point seven points on a fifty four point five percent clip from the field. think about that and eighty usually gets around eleven. Gets around 12 to 15 rebounds a game. He's 30 and 15 when he's when he's on it. He's 30 and 15. 20 and 10 is good. 30 and 15 is crazy. And in only a three-game sample size of him getting more than 20 shots up, he's 36 of 66. So he's already taking way more shots and obviously made more shots. In three games compared to four games, he's already gotten way more shots up. And a per-game basis, he's making 12 of 22 shots. So you go from 6 of 13 to 12 of 22. You're doubling your production. When AD gets more than 20 shots, he's two times better on offense than he is when he doesn't get less than 20 shots, which happens way too many times. Like last night, for example But what, another thing I noticed is that they didn't get him a lot of post-ups, which is weird I don't know why they didn't And I get it, maybe Draymond was guarding him Maybe that's the reason why he wasn't getting a lot of post-up attempts And also, AD does tend to get the ball like on the perimeter And you cannot do that with a guy like Draymond Whose, whose hands are quicker than you, whose feet are quicker than you You can do that on Looney Who's slow, and he can't guard you, but on someone like Draymond, you can't do that. And but I noticed that he got a lot of pick and rolls, and he got way too many pick and rolls. It almost seemed like every single time down the down the court on offense, he was sending a pick, sending a pick, sending a pick for LeBron, Reeves, Schroeder, D'Lo. He was doing way too many picks. He was setting way too many picks and just rolling and just, you know, cashing in the mid po in the mid like fifteen foot range and just trying to throw up a shot. But A D is dominant when he gets to the rim. And you would think that would be possible, but you know, the Warriors just schemed him out of the game. And that happens way too much on A D. That's why he's not a superstar player. That's why he can't be a superstar player because one, because he doesn't play enough games and two he doesn't always go off when he plays because that was usually the thing back in the back in the day is that a d was good a d was amazing but he not but he didn't always play when he was healthy that's why people say a healthy a d is better than any player in the in the in the NBA but we've seen through these playoffs that a healthy a d won't always bring it. On offense, on defense, he's always there, and and it's fine because you know we have offensive players like LeBron, Reeves, um, and D'Lo who can carry on, you know who can do a lot on offense. But the Lakers won't go anywhere if AD keeps giving you these pedestrian, these average or even below average games on offense. And I don't know. He just looked lazy on the entire game on all aspects of the game. He was lazy on offense. He was lazy on defense, jogging a lot, just mosing around, not even trying to be too physical. And it carried over. I mean you could saw you see you could see it with like the rest of your team. Like they were just playing casually and it was mainly it was an emphasis on A D and his effort. He was lazy on offense, defense and on the boards. And you could tell by Draymond's Draymond's stats and how he was just putting in a thousand percent effort on the other end. Even though it was a really bad game, it was really bad showing given how they lost by 30 and the game was pretty much over at the midpoint of the third, of the third quarter, there's still some positives to take away from the game. One was that The stars, Lakers stars, and Lakers' main key players, they got rest. For example, LeBron, 28 minutes. AD, 32 minutes. D'Lo, 27. Reeves, 24. Vando, 19. Rui, 22. Schroeder, 18. But mainly specifically with Reeves, AD, and LeBron. And even Vando, too, to a certain extent. He doesn't really play a lot of minutes, but mainly those three, LeBron, AD, and Reeves, they got a lot of rest. They didn't play the fourth quarter. They, they, yeah, they didn't play the fourth quarter at all. So they're going to get a lot of rest coming back to game three in LA, where they'll be at crypto and it sounded really nasty. They'll be at Staples and the crowd is going to be on fire. They're going to start booing Curry. They're going to boo Draymond. They're going to boo Clay, Pool. all those dudes. They're going to boo them all and they're going to cheer on AD, LeBron, and Reeves and the rest of the team. But those three players needed a lot of rest because of what, obviously, LeBron is old, so he's going to need his rest. Um, AD, he just had a really big game, so he's going to need his—he had a really big game in game one. So this kind, this game was more of like a rest. Like, you he, he could tell he didn't really give his effort because he didn't really try. So it was like a rest game for those two it was more, for LeBron, it was more of like a tune-up game. Let me get my jump shot right, and that's what he was doing. His jump shot was getting right, and he was really resting. AD was resting. Reeves, obviously, he was st- stupid tired this entire game, and pretty much the entire playoffs, guarding, not just guarding Clay, but in the Grizzly series, guarding Desmond Bain as well. Chasing over screens, running off ball. It's going to tire your ass out, and he got tired, you could tell. But get these guys some rest. And that's what they needed coming back to L.A. And another thing to take away, like I just mentioned, is that LeBron's jump shot was working. He's shooting in the playoffs. LeBron is shooting. Let's see. In the playoffs this year, 27%, 21% actually. And I think they took into account his, his game from yesterday. That's why he was really good but well that's why it's at 21 i think before it was at less than 20 maybe like 17 19% from 3 so it's a good sign that his jump shot's working because throughout his career lebron's been a really good three point shooter aside from one year in 2014 in his first year back in cleveland he was really bad from 3 he shot 22% from 3 that year his first year in cleveland but aside from that in miami 2013 40% and then 2015 34 2016 41 2017 32 first year at the lakers uh in the 2020 playoffs he shot 37 in the last the last time the lakers won the playoffs he shot 37% so LeBron's percentages are going to shoot back up because historically, he's a good three-point shooter. Not just okay, he's, he's a he's a good three-point shooter. He's not on Curry level, obviously, but he's a good three-point shooter. So it's bound to come back up because even this year, he's not shooting that bad. He's shooting 32%. But one year, one month, I believe it was in March, he was shooting really good from three, not March, April april and in uh november lebron was shooting really good from three 37 percent in november and 43 percent in april so lebron he he can't make his threes he's a decent three-point shooter but you know he just needs to get his shot going and not only that um another takeaway is that rui hachimura is actually getting minutes and he's proving that Darvin Ham, don't be dumb, but don't do what you did that one game where he where he benched Rui. Because after that, Rui went off, and he's been going off in the playoffs against the Grizzlies. He dropped basically 30, then he dropped 20 and 16. He's been a really good player for the Lakers this playoff, and I don't know why. Darvin Ham decided to only play him 11 minutes in game one. Because in this game, twenty-two in 22 minutes, he scored 21 points. So when he's on the court, he's productive. He's an offensive spark. And that's what the Lakers need to come off the bench, especially against Uh, Because if Jordan Poole decides to go off or they keep, you know, if they have Looney on the bench again, which I don't think they'll do that much more. But you are going to need a scoring punch off the bench, especially with... How small the Warriors go when they have Poole, Moody, and uh, DiVincenzo. Rui is bound to dominate. So those are three main takeaways that the Lakers can be optimistic about. There's more rest for the stars. And LeBron's jump shot is coming back. And Rui is proving that you can't sit him out. But it wasn't all AD's fault why the Lakers got destroyed. There were also a few other players who, you know, just didn't bring it. Like, for example, uh, Reeves. Let's talk about Austin Reeves. He was bad. It's not even that he was okay. He was bad. Like, he was really bad. His three-point shot was off. A lot of his shots were short. And when a a shot is short, it's because they don't have their legs and it's because they're tired, which makes sense because – Bro is chasing around Klay and either getting switched off to guard Curry. He's super tired, especially for a player who's in his second year being an undrafted player. Or yeah, being an undrafted free agent. He has a lot of, he has high expectations, but I mean we also tend to forget that this is his second year in the NBA and his first time ever being in the playoffs compared to all these other guys. Compared to like guarding um Clay and Steph who literally dominated the playoffs for years, he was really bad this game. Specifically this game. In the playoffs, it's not like the moment was too big for him, but, you know, Reeves has already shown that he's been really good in the playoffs. I believe he's averaging 17-5-5 five five in the playoffs, including game one and game two. He's, he's been actually... He's been good. He's been really good. So um, it's not like... He's getting, you know, like the moment's too big for him. It's more of just he's just tired, you know. And you could tell the war, and not even us fans could tell the viewers could tell, but the warriors could tell too. Every time, either if it was Clay who was on, who if it was Reeves who was guarding Clay, they're running off-ball actions for Clay and getting him opening, t- tiring him out to, and he was just getting. He was just getting wide open shots because Reeves, you know, obviously he's gonna have to run through a, a bajillion amount of screens to guard Clay to keep up with him, and then let's say Vando gets screened off by Clay, someone has to pick up for Curry and who is that Reeves? And he got there's one moment I remember where Clay screened off or Curry screened off Clay or something like that, and obviously Reeves couldn't get to him because so vando switched with reeves and reeves just got lost and curry got a wide open layup you can't you can't do that when you're guarding the warriors when you're guarding specifically the big three you have to keep your head on a swivel you have to pay attention to everything you cannot lose sight of clay or curry if you do that they get any any space they get if it's You know, an inch of space or a foot of space, it's going up and it's more than likely to go in. So you could tell Reeves, this was his worst game in the playoffs, and it was evident on both ends. Three-point shot wasn't working, missed a wide-open mid-range shot, missed a lot of open shots, and he was just tired. So Reeves wasn't good. LeBron, he was good in the first quarter. That's pretty much it. Like I mentioned, he scored 14 in the first quarter. After that he was okay. I will I feel like you know we've been saying for a lot for the entire playoffs, just wait till LeBron gets his jump shot back because or gets his three point shot back. And it was working in the first, in this game he was it was working. He shot three for eight from three and his jump shot was working threes mid range post whatever. His shot, his jump shot was working. But I feel like he was getting a little too shot happy. He's getting a little too uh reliant on his jump shot. Which he should never do that. He's not someone who's like um he's not someone who's like Curry or Clay or Jordan Poole who rely on their jump shot and who are good jump shooters. Poole on the other hand, Poole is just dumb. But Clay and Curry, they rely on their jump shot for a good reason. LeBron, he's usually a good jump shooter in the playoffs, but this year he's been really bad. I believe he's shooting like 19, 15% from three. And hopefully this this recent game boosted up a little bit, but I don't think he should he should be relying on that on that shot. That very inconsistent shot. Because you could tell when he got to the rim when he got post ups. There's nothing that could stop him. He I don't think he missed any layups. He might have missed some one layup at least, but and it's evident in his in his stats. He's over fifty percent in two point field goals. So anything that's not a three, it's pretty much going in. He's I almost like sixty percent on two point field goals, and his field goal percentage is actually pretty good. Given how he's been really bad from three. But yeah, he was a little too reliant on his jump shot and he was super lazy on defense. I mean, jamichael that's mean I mean that's why Jermichael Green was getting wide open layups and that or open threes. And that's why Draymond was getting a lot of open layups. And that's why, you know, Moody was and Wiggins were also dominating on the glass on on defense. LeBron was just, he just didn't really care on that end. And it's, it's weird because he's actually, he was good against the, the Grizzlies on, on defense. His offense was okay, but his defense in the Grizzlies series was really good. But this game, he was almost a negative on the court, given how his shot was not horrible. But his defense was horrible. You know what I mean? It was really bad. And one other player that I wanted to bring up that I don't think he did necessarily bad. But I feel like Jared Vanderbilt on offense, like what his role should be on offense is somewhat of like a lesser... Um, like a lesser uh, Al Horford or like a PJ Tucker type. Those those types of guys who sit in the corner and just shoot wide open threes. Now, his three-point shot is okay. He made one, but he missed, I think, another one or two more. His three-point shot's okay. Like, his quarter three-point shot is okay. It's not bad. But aside from that, he cannot. Score anywhere else because there's a bunch of times where he would get a wide open pass and he would just go for like a little push shot floater from the mid range or in the somewhere around the free throw line and he would just break it. And it's not his fault because you know he's a defensive player in 2K, he's an all red archetype, he has no offensive game, but his defense is what keeps him on the court and what keeps him one of the best defenders in the nba and that's why he could play is because of his defense but his offense i mean it's not his fault but he had way too many scoring opportunities there's way too many times where the lakers would pass him the ball and he would be forced to score because you know it's a good it's a wide open shot but that's not his forte it's like asking um it's like asking curry to be a screener a role man like, that's not his job. His job is to run off ball screens, to to handle the ball and pick and rolls and all that kind of stuff. He's not, you have to ask a player to do what they're good at, you know, or what they're capable of. Not something that they are forced to do. Because those pocket pass shots that Jared Vanderbilt got should have been opportunities for AD I guarantee you, if eighty had those, had those shots, it would have the result would have been much better. But, and and, but not only him, but D'Lo, he was, okay, you know he was all right. He had twelve points, I believe. Yeah, he had he had ten points, on eight assists, zero turnovers, but. He made a lot of tough baskets in the first quarter, a lot of post fades like. Like, really tough basket, You're like, wow. I cannot believe he just made that. But, you know, he had some good passes. He was, I wouldn't say sloppy with the ball. He was more just kind of just chucking stuff, low-key. And I don't know. He's been okay. He's had one good game this playoffs. One or two good games this playoffs. But aside from that, he's been all right. This game, he was all right. He wasn't as bad as Reeves on offense. He wasn't as bad as AD on offense, but I think he was just okay. He wasn't the reason why the Lakers lost. You know what I mean? It was mainly LeBron's defense, AD's lack of anything, and Austin Reeves just also playing bad on offense too. Thank you all for listening. I deeply appreciate you guys giving my podcast a listen. You can find this episode and many more wherever you find podcasts, whether it be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even here on Anchor FM. But hey, don't leave right now. Don't don't you press that button, don't don't go, cuz your job isn't over yet. Make sure you go follow me on Instagram at discussion to get more content. And don't forget to share this episode to a friend or family. And remember, times is 20, even though it's 2021, it's a new year, things have not changed. Even new year, same year, basically. Remember to wear a mask, take a shower because you stank, brush your teeth because you stank, wash your hands because you're nasty, put on deodorant because you stank, use hand sanitizer because you're nasty, and watch sports. All right, that's it for me. Take it easy y'all, later.